Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning, and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stobar. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode 30. My name is Bowie Stover, my pronouns are they, them, and I am stoked to have you join me. Now, this show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. This episode, friends... I'm going to be taking a look at the stigma associated with talking about chests of AFAB folks. To be clear, I'm going to be talking about boobs. (laughs) So if you're someone that feels uncomfortable by this, maybe this is an episode for you. Or maybe it is, and you may learn about how you can feel better about your chest. I do want to acknowledge before we jump in that dysphoria is a very real thing for so many people from the trans and gender diverse community. The negative experience that they have because of their bodies is very real. It impacts their lives in huge ways. And at no point am I trying to say that that is not the case here. I'm not trying to say that it's not okay in any way. I get it. This is real. It's uh, it's a hard experience. And there are ways that people from the trans and gender diverse community manage that. But through it all, there's a lot of trauma. There's a lot of hardship And sadly, it leads people to harm themselves in various different ways. And it's all real. It's all very real and it's all very valid. So at no point through any of this podcast am I saying that these experiences of dysphoria, particularly around the chest, the fact that people get surgery to affirm their identities or anything like that, it is all valid. So going to be really clear before we jump into anything here, because I am not trying to diminish anyone else's experience at all. What I am trying to highlight is that from what I've seen, particularly in conversations in online platforms and in trans and gender diverse groups that I'm in, that so much of the conversation when we talk about AFAB people and chests is spoken about so negatively. And it seems like that's almost the only way that it's allowed to be mentioned. Now, I get people have dysphoria and they have these hard feelings. It can be really hard to be understanding of someone else's experience if they maybe don't feel those ways. However, I've seen so many cases and experienced it myself where it's not okay to talk about your chest unless it's in a negative dysphoric sort of way. And that's not okay. I get trans mask folks have some really big challenges there around that. And that is their journey. And that is their experience to have. However, There are bunches of gender diverse people out there who are being kept because they don't experience dysphoria about their chests. And like, that's not a valid experience, but it is. And I've seen in threads on some of the support groups, I mean, people actually going, is there anyone out there who's gender diverse, who's non-binary and actually feels good about their chest? Am I the only person? Is this an experience that other people have? Is it okay? And... The fact that people are asking if it's okay for them to not feel dysphoric about their chest is just sad because it is totally okay. It's totally okay to be gender diverse, to be non-binary, to be however you choose to put a name on your experience and be very okay with any part of your body. Dysphoria is not 
a prerequisite for being trans or gender diverse and it is not spoken about enough and it's actually quite the opposite. I've seen people getting shut down for talking about their experiences of positivity with their identity unless it's involved some sort of surgical intervention or hormone therapy and not everyone is going to follow a medical transition pathway. I am speaking from my own personal experience here in having transitioned in the ways that helped me feel affirmed in my identity without following medical transitions. And my experience and my journey is just as valid and my experiences with my body are my own and that's okay. I haven't experienced huge levels of dysphoria around my chest. Like, don't get me wrong, I've, you know... For very many years thought you know my chest is a little bit how's it going like and I'm not a not always a huge fan of it and it's it's okay that that has been my experience and while it wasn't always that I felt so okay about it it's been a journey it's been a process so you don't have to be okay with your chest but other people are allowed to be okay with theirs so it's really important that people who maybe do experience chest dysphoria are open and understanding of people sharing about their experiences of feeling positively about their body parts and feeling positively about their chest because it is okay. It is valid in their experience. So when I first came out as non-binary, it was maybe four and a half years ago now. So leading up to that, I knew that I didn't identify as female. I tried. I tried real hard to kind of cling to that label because I thought it's what my options were. I was butch. Um, I used training to become more muscular because it helped me feel more aligned with my identity, but I still wasn't openly identifying as non-binary. I didn't have the language for my experience back then. And as I said, I wasn't a huge fan of my chest, but it didn't cause me any hardship in my life. It didn't limit me. I didn't feel like I was being held back by owning a chest. But interestingly enough, when I came out as non-binary, I started to have all these feelings come up in me and shame around my chest. I felt shame about having identified for so long as female, like that somehow that was a bad thing. Like it didn't ever align with me, but when I only had the language for that and then being able to express myself as something differently, I felt shame for having kind of held onto that identity of being female for so long. And that was hard. And with that shame came a lot of negativity towards my body. And that's when I actually did start experiencing discomfort around having a chest and discomfort with having my chest and having boobs and having that being perceived as female. So before that time, I didn't really experience emotional distress. But it was so surprising how that changed when I identified as non-binary. And I think so much of that came from, I jumped into a lot of support groups online. I went looking for as many people as I could who were like me. And there's so much talk on there was around experiences of hardship with their chest. I'm perceived as, quote your fingers, female because I have boobs. And I started kind of associating all these body parts and I never thought about it before I never thought to myself you know oh I'm defined by my chest and that makes me female but when I started hearing other people's thoughts I started kind of really thinking about how I perceive my own body and I kind of started to think like that it's like oh my gosh it is I'm labeled female because biologically 
I had puberty, I developed breast tissue, and that's a very, quote your fingers, lady thing to have. I mean, it's not. There is so many cases of people who were assigned male at birth who at puberty or at points in their life have actually developed breast tissue. So it is not an exclusively AFAB thing. We're not told that. <laughs> it's not like there's a there's many conversations around about the fact that people who are AMAB can actually develop actual breast tissue. I was friends with a person who had to get breast tissue removed from their chest. They were AMAB, but they got breast tissue removed from their chest because they actually started to develop that through puberty. And in their early 20s, they wanted to get that removed because they didn't feel comfortable with that. But breast tissue is not distinctly an AFAB trait. Even though it's pushed as that and having breast tissue is, you know, ladies have breasts. It's like, it's, just, it's not true. However, the more I started to think about it, the more I started to associate that as like, oh my gosh, femininity is based around boobs. Like it's not. Like in hindsight now, um, having worked through a lot of this stuff, I can see that that was um, a bit of a buy-in to society's push perceptions of what makes a woman a woman and it's defined by body parts which just isn't true but when I was in this process of exploring where my identity was at who I was how I wanted to be defined how I wanted to be seen I started to put so much emphasis on my chest because it's like if I have a chest that is visible people are gonna think that I'm a girl and that's gonna be bad I'm gonna feel shit for that so it was this big process of shame and labeling myself in ways that I had actually never done before coming out. And so it's been a huge learning experience. I've taken that on as a learning experience. And for the first few years of after coming out as non-binary, I was certain that I was going to get top surgery. I'm like, I can't live with my chest I can't have breast tissue. I can't have boobs. I can't be seen to have boobs. People are going to think that I'm a girl because I've got a chest. Like, it's pretty flat. I've Over the years of training, I've reduced a lot of the soft tissue on my body. So within my chest, I have the bare minimum breast tissue requirements there and not much more. So I have a reasonably flat chest. So it's not super prominent. But I felt so conscious of it that I was like, I can't deal with this. I don't want to have a chest anymore. I don't want to have breast tissue. I need it to go. And I spent so much time just thinking about that. And I just started feeling worse and worse and worse until I got to a point where I was just like, okay, this is just not helping me. Like, is this realistic? What can I do? What can I actually do? <laughs> and I was like, okay, I didn't used to think so negatively about myself. Why am I feeling negatively about myself now? So I started asking myself these questions. It's like, okay, well, I've started boxing myself into this view that I am perceived as female because I have breast tissue, knowing, factually, knowing that that's not accurate, that it's only women who have breast tissue. But, you know, in that, in that logical sense, I can rationalize that, but that doesn't mean emotionally that I can <laughs> I can um, convert that into feeling better about that. But I just started thinking about my body differently. I started looking at myself and thinking, well, you know what? My body grew this, grew this way. My body doesn't have like an agenda. It doesn't have free will, it developed this way because that is my biology. It's like, okay, 
Okay, now is it really that bad having a chest? What is it that you're finding so bad about it? It's like, well, it's the labels that other people are putting on me. And it's like, okay, well, I'm just thinking that other people are putting that label on me. Are they actually? It's like, well, I don't know. It's like, okay. Well, so you're actually, you're making up a story right now, Bowie, that you think other people are seeing you this way because of the story you're giving to other people that they might not even have. It's like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> I don't know what other people are thinking. What are you thinking, Bowie? It's like, oh, well, okay. Um, maybe I'm thinking that my chest is a defining female part about myself. It's like, but actually, is it? It's like, well, no. It's like, wow. Just blew my own mind. <laughs> so, and this wasn't a quick process. This wasn't like a five-minute thing, right? Like, I can explain this now because I've had uh, about a year and a half to reflect and really begin to understand how I'm labeled by society and how I'm choosing to label myself. And I know this is not the case for everyone, that it's not a simple process, that it's not a linear process, and that other people can probably think of all this stuff, but it's still not going to help them with how they experience their bodies and their chest. And that is okay. So I'm not saying that by my experience of learning about how I feel within myself, that it's going to be the same for everyone else, because it is not. This is very much my own journey and my own process here. And that is okay. But in saying that, I'm sure there are probably other people out there who have gone through a similar process to me, who have looked at how we label ourselves based on what we're taught and what's ingrained in our thinking. Because that's what I started to change to start feeling better about who I was and about how my body was. And I'm at a point now where I'm like, you know what? I don't mind my chest, actually. I think it kind of looks okay. Yeah, like a year and a half ago, never would have thought that. And it's been such an interesting kind of up and down journey from the time that I came out to experiencing all these labels that I was applying to myself that I just didn't need to apply. So I don't think of my body now as a female body. My body is the way it is. My labels of it are that <laughs> I am just myself. The way my body looks does not define me as a person. The way I'm read by other people, the way I'm read by other people does not define me as who I am. If I'm going to put all of my feelings on the hopes that someone else is going to read me the way I want to be read, I'm going to constantly be disappointed because people don't know my experience, but people also don't know what they don't know. And we're all raised with these ingrained perceptions of the gender binary. So I can't really be upset at a stranger for labeling me as female when they're just doing the best they can with what is ingrained in their own beliefs. And I had to start removing those ingrained beliefs that I had around gender before I started becoming comfortable in my body and coming to a point where I'm like, I like my chest. I don't want to get surgery. I can't imagine now getting surgery because... I actually feel good about having a chest. It's part of who I am, not of how I'm labeled, not of how I'm defined inside as Bowie, but it's part of my body as it is. So for me, I've felt very good about exploring that and it was not easy and they were not good feelings. I tell you now, friends, <laughs> it has been hard and it is not always simple for everyone and not everyone is going to have the capacity to be able to really critically look at the beliefs we have 
and try and understand why or feel safe or feel confident to be able to reflect on those things. And that is okay. So this has very much been my journey of exploring surgical options to now going, actually, I don't, I don't want to change anything about my body. I'm happy with my chest. I feel good about having a chest. And I want other gender diverse, other non-binary people out there to know that it is okay to feel good about having a chest because I feel like it's just pushed down. It's like that hushed up conversation. Don't talk about a chest unless it's in a negative way. Don't talk about your chest unless you're unhappy with it. Well, friends, I'm here to talk about my chest because I'm happy with it. (laughs) And it's okay. It is okay for me to talk about my chest. It is okay for me to feel happy about it. I don't have to quieten my voice about my experience because other people experience something different. And it's so important to remember that if you are someone who is experiencing good feelings about your body, that that is okay. You don't need to be feeling dysphoric. You don't need to be feeling negatively about yourself. And you know, it's been really interesting. I spent time binding through my process of coming out and exploring her was. I spent time being averse to touch and the way my chest was spoken about even. And that influenced how I had a perspective on other people and it influenced my thinking. I would never say anything to anyone negatively about their experience because it's not my place. That is not my truth. It is their truth and I have no say in what someone else's experience is. But my thoughts around how other people experience their body, they were challenging. And I get that for other people who aren't in that space of self-acceptance in those ways, that it is going to be challenging seeing other people who are in that space for so many different reasons. And it's okay to have those challenging feelings. It's okay to have it all. But that is on you, the person having the feelings, to be responsible for them. Because it is not my responsibility as someone feeling good about my body to have to quieten my voice because you're feeling bad about yours. And it happens so much in the trans and gender diverse community and for so many different reasons. But we need to support all of the experience that can happen in the trans and gender diverse community, not just some of the experience or not just the quotey fingers, like stereotypical experiences where it's hard and where there's a lot of negative feelings and where you'll get some sort of medical intervention because that is not the only way to live a trans or gender diverse experience. You can not change anything about yourself and still be valid in your experience as being trans or gender diverse. So we really need to start being open to lifting up those voices of a contrasting experience to our own. Now, I'm sure I'm not the only person to have experienced these feelings about ourself or feelings about myself, and you may have had similar feelings about yourself, but also experienced the challenges that are faced when you try and express that in groups where people are majority dysphoric around their chests. And I just want you to know, friends, that you're not alone, that it is okay, that your feelings of positivity around your body are valid and amazing and should be celebrated just as much as the people who get celebrated when they say, I've just had top surgery and I feel amazing. Because I've seen so many stories of people who get top surgery and everyone's like, yay, amazing, like I'm so happy for you. But as soon as someone says, I feel good about my chest, how it is, and I don't want top surgery, crickets. It's crickets. No one's celebrating that person and that's not okay. So we really need to work together here to celebrate all experiences of being trans and gender diverse. 
And that is so important. We need to stop this gatekeeping of identities because it doesn't align with our own. We get enough hardships from outside of our community, let alone within our own community, saying, well, you can't be this unless you experience X, Y, Z. Because that's not okay. It's not okay for anyone. Friends, we need to learn how to manage our own emotions when things come up for us that may be triggered by someone else, but just because you're triggered by someone else, it doesn't make it their responsibility to manage your emotions. And that may sound really hard to hear, and that may trigger you, but that is okay. It is an opportunity to learn. You being triggered is a sign that you are having a belief or a, a boundary of yours pushed, and it feels hard. But if you want to stay comfortable, you're going to fight it and just hold on to those beliefs. Or you could challenge your feelings and look to understand why. Why you're feeling these things. Because that's on you. Your feelings are your own. My feelings are my own. My views are my own and yours are your own. So we can't push these things on other people. Specifically around things like other people's bodies. Now if you do see stuff like this and you feel confident enough to... It's okay to speak up about people who are expressing how good they feel about their bodies and celebrate them. Feel good about that. It is okay. Other people might be saying other things. Ignore them. If you want to celebrate someone for a positive in their day, for their experience with their body and how good that feels for them, then have that confidence to do that because that is what these people need because it's just as hard coming out to people in the community and saying, you know what, I, I'm not experiencing dysphoria because there's so much rejection that comes with that and people hide it in and it shouldn't be a story that's hidden. It should be a story that's shared. If you are interested in maybe looking at how you can experience your body differently, it's always okay to explore things that feel good to you. When I came out, I started binding and stuff like that. And for a while it felt good. But then I got to a point where I was like, actually binding is starting to make me feel uncomfortable. Not like physically because binders are uncomfortable. <laughs> but uncomfortable in my identity. I started to feel a bit uncomfortable having a really flat chest and being perceived as masculine because I don't want to be. I'm not trying to be masculine, but I'm not trying to be feminine. I'm trying to be me. And I don't want to be read as either one gender or another here. So for me, while at the start and I was binding and compressing my chest, it started to feel positive for me because I'm like, yes, any gender other than being called female is amazing. I kind of started to evolve in my transition to be like, actually, you know what? It doesn't feel great being called he or, or being perceived as male either because it still doesn't align with who I am. And while I'm not being read as female, like bonsai, a little, little small win there. It also isn't, it's not my identity. So feel good about exploring how you want to present, but feel good about not having to stick with one thing and finding those ways. Maybe to start with, it helped you feel good, but then over time it changed. I had the same thing with packing. I, was, I spent a bit of time packing for a while there when I first came out, just trying out different things, seeing what worked for me. I ended up feeling so uncomfortable. I couldn't do it. I was like, this is not me. It doesn't feel good for me. So... Try things out. It's totally okay to see what works, see what doesn't. If it works for a small time, great. If it works for you long time, also great. If it doesn't work for you at all, also great. <laughs> the point is here, friends, feel good about trying out those different things. Don't think that you've got to fit some sort of 
pre-designed label of what it means to be trans or gender diverse because there is only you and your experience and it is uniquely yours and you can have that experience and you can have your identity work for you any way you want because it is all about you. If you are interested in binding or taping or trying different clothes and stuff like that, I'm going to give a shout out to a crew I know up in Sydney called Sock Draw Heroes. They're here based in Australia, Sydney, Australia. <laughs> now they do affordable gear. They do stuff for people who are trans mask, trans femme. And they have a lot of really great affordable stuff. They are trans owned and operated, which is a glorious bonus. And they are here to support our community. So I will link to them in the show notes because I've got a bunch of my stuff from them. They've been really great in helping me access affordable stuff to help me explore my transition options and if you're in Australia because I know it's really hard to get like binders and packets and stuff like that over here affordably because everything's in every other country and import fees cost a lot so they sell really great stuff at a price it's going to be really good for you so I'm going to link them in the show notes so let's say you've been in a thread and you notice someone is like I'm curious, is anyone out there who feels positive about their chest and feels good about being AFAB and how their bodies are, just how they are? Because I've seen these threads, which is why I reference them. <laughs> because it's and not just once, I've seen these multiple times come up in all different groups. And you see this come up and maybe you don't feel confident about openly supporting. Maybe you've seen some people say some stuff that maybe isn't quite nice and you're like, well, I don't want to become a target for someone else who's not able to manage their own emotions very well. I don't want to be involved in that. You can always maybe reach out privately to these people and show your support that way because I tell you what, sometimes one person saying a kind thing, even privately, can make all the difference because it feels really alone. And I'm starting to learn this. The more I feel good about my body as it is without any medical intervention, the more I'm starting to feel like, you know what, there's a lot of people who don't actually agree with my experience as a non-binary person choosing to non-medically transition. So it's a bit lonely. So if you see someone reaching out saying, I'm doing these things, I feel good about myself in these ways, show the support, friends. If you're not feeling confident to do it openly, do it privately because it means the world. It does. We all know how hard it is trying to be accepted and feeling alone from the general population, let alone from within our own community. So show the love. If you're feeling confident to just send someone a, hey, that's rad, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, doesn't have to be an essay, but just showing your support in little ways can be really life-changing for those people because not having dysphoria doesn't mean everything in the world is all bright and merry and gold rainbows, you know. (laughs) They are still facing challenges in their lives. Regardless of how they're being read, regardless of how they're being perceived, they are facing hardships. It's just not that dysphoria is one of them. So just remember that. So if you're someone just can't deal with hearing about chest talk or you're having your own stuff come up, friend, take responsibility and manage yourself because it is not anyone else's responsibility to manage your challenges. And I know I touched on this before, but I really want to emphasize that again because I see so much negativity happening in threads with people who say something that's contrary to what someone else who's transitioning may experience. And I've had it myself. I've shared in groups looking for relatable stories of how I've used training to develop a little bit more of a muscular physique to help me feel better aligned with my identity. And I had people come back with transitioning isn't just bad at growing a little bit of muscle. That's not okay. 
you can't just do that. That's not transitioning. So I've had these experiences of being completely shut down, particularly by trans mask folks, saying it's not okay for me to have my experience of transition. So if you are someone who has stuff come up for you, manage you. Don't project it onto others because it's harmful. And I was fortunate to be in a space within my transition that I could manage myself around that, but it didn't feel good. It felt really shit to be so invalidated by people who I thought were from my community. And this was early days in my transition. I didn't know many people. I didn't have a lot of support. I just moved to a new city. I didn't have friends. I'm like, I just want to find people I can relate to. And I was shot down in flames. And it was one of the shittest feelings and actually stopped me from sharing a lot about my experience for years. Now I'll talk about it on a podcast, (laughs) but it took a long time to build my confidence back up to even share my story about how I have transitioned, about how I've experienced my body, because I was told so early on, it's not okay. You're not valid. That's not how you transition. And that's all it's all a lie. It's not true. That was that person's particular belief on it. And they were trying to push that onto me. And it's not okay. So friends, if you feel good about your body, exactly how it is, that is perfect. It is amazing. And you don't have to do anything differently. You don't have to be experiencing anything in particular, whether it's dysphoria, whether it's being misgendered, whether it's any of that stuff. You don't have to be experiencing any of that to be valid in your identity. It is valid because you say it is. Now let's go over what we've talked about today. It's been a little bit of an intense show. I'm a little bit passionate about this subject. (laughs) But with good reason because I think all trans and gender diverse identities need to be celebrated. Not just the hard stuff, but the good stuff. And there's not enough good stuff out there and there's not enough people raising the voices of people who choose to transition differently from what is stereotypically seen. And that is just a bit shit. (laughs) So we've gone over how it is totally okay to feel good about your chest or any part of your body. It is all okay. You are allowed to feel any way you want to feel about who you are, about how you look. We've talked about being open to supporting other people, even if you don't necessarily have the same experience. That's even more important. I know I've got so many friends who have had top surgery and I'm so happy for them and I celebrate them and I feel so much happiness because they are feeling good about themselves. They can live in a way that they can experience more joy in their lives and that makes me happy. It is not my experience. It's not something I want, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to celebrate them for it because it's them affirming them. And that goes both ways. So if you see someone sharing about how happy they are with their chest, celebrate them. Because it takes a lot of courage to come up in a transgender diverse space and be like, I'm actually not medically transitioning because it's not the usual way things are done. But it is a very okay way for things to be. So support your community friends, regardless of their experience around what transitioning is for them and how it may be different to yours. And we've talked about being responsible for your own emotions. Now, this ties in with everything else so much because just because you have stuff come up for you doesn't mean you need to project it onto other people. Don't do that. It's not nice. Be nice. 
manage yourself, show respect to people who have a different experience of transitioning to yourself. Really didn't think that would have to ever be said. But here we are, friends, because it happens so often and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> I'm not okay with the policing of identities within the trans and gender diverse community and it's just not spoken about enough. So here we are talking about it. If you're uncomfortable, it's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable. That's how we learn and grow. Now you can find all the details for today's show in the show notes. I'm going to link to Sock Door Heroes, Red Group, if you want to try out any sort of gear, whether you're trans mask, trans femme, to explore your transition. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do it through our website by messaging us. And it is at www.fearlessmovement.co. You can find us on Facebook at Fearless Movement Collective. You can chat to us on Instagram, which is where we are the most, by going to non-gendered fitness at non underscore gendered underscore fitness. Fearless Movement Collective at fearless underscore movement underscore co. Or me, Bowie, as the dot no dot t dot nb. And until next week, friends, remember, you can feel however you want to about your body. You don't have to dislike part of yourself to be valid in your transness or your gender diverseness. Your experience is yours, and it is yours alone to have. Nothing anyone else says can change that. Have a rad as day, pals. Right,